everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Vicky, and I'm here with Sydney, Charlotte, Lila, and Noah. And um, we're going to just discuss a bit about um, heterosexism and the effects um, people of color have in the community. Um, we're going to give some history about the LGBTQ communities um, movement, and um, we're going to segue into some interviews and introduce the fact that people of color in the LGBTQ community are often left out of the movement, and they will be sharing some of their own experiences. I think it's really important to shed light on their personal experience because they're dealing with, they're a part of two different groups, and sometimes three, they're women too, and society um, talks more about white people and heterosexism, but their experience is very different, so we hope to give you a better understanding. And clarification of what it's like for these people. And then after, we will be having a discussion on what we think. Yeah, so stick around. Stay tuned. Have fun. So, how have you experienced heterosexism? Um, my parents are pretty good, but sometimes my grandparents will not on purpose, but I think it's just like they were raised and just set in who they are. Like my grandfather has used um, multiple F slurs, like I'm not going to say them, around me and it's, and I'm uncomfortable with coming out to my grandparents and that can be kind of difficult because I currently am in a relationship so I can't really like have them meet that person and like my cousins have to be really really careful um so yeah that can be kind of difficult and then I have some family that doesn't really understand like neo pronouns granted I just recently learned neo pronouns so that can be also difficult um, I don't think I've necessarily personally experienced heterosexism, but I have witnessed it happen around a lot of my friends. Uh, the only way that I think I personally have experienced it is within my family and the way they acted towards me when I came out. But besides that, uh, I haven't really experienced it to an extreme extent. Um, I would say I have because when I'm talking to a guy, they ask me like if I want to have a threesome and they kind of just like take what I... Uh, like my preference of gender and just kind of use it like as it's beneficial to them and they they don't take it seriously they kind of just joke about it and like it's not very serious do you experience heterosexism at Montclair high school i think i have maybe once or twice but it wasn't like anything major it was something that i could like roll off my shoulder but I think the only heterosexism in Montclair High School is just sex education is really limited. And it's just like scary to not know and just to have to do all that research on your own just so you can protect yourself and just be prepared for the future because you never know when or whom you might be attracted to and that can be difficult because and then also trying to find places in Montclair that do sell um, LGBTQ protective health or contraceptives and stuff like that. Um, I can't, I'm not uh, out, like, well, a lot of people don't know, but 
I would say it's different because, like, there's not a lot of people that are gay, straight, or anything, or I mean, gay or like lesbian or some or LGBTQ plus. But I just feel like sometimes it can get lonely because there's like nobody to talk to sometimes. Honestly, in Montclair High School, I don't really think I do experience it because it's such a bubble. I feel like everyone inside of the school is very welcoming and accepting, and the people that aren't are, you know, the minority of students who aren't as aware of their surroundings as the ones who are. There are a lot more people that are aware of the people that are inside of this bubble than aren't. Uh, define heterosexism in your words. In my words or experience, heterosexism would be, I guess, discrimination upon people in the LGBTQ community and just kind of not being nice or not just treating them as people um, because they are people just because they are different and they love someone else or they, ident they identify as something different or non-traditional like he, him, she, her. Um, to me, heterosexism is acting upon homophobia. So it's the actions that occur after uh, discovering your fear of people that are homosexual or of being homosexual. Yeah. How is your experience different than the experience of a white person? I was really scared to come out to my stepmom's family because they're military and from Arkansas. So Arkansas is like deep south, like rural, very rural, like get water from a ditch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, it's really southern. But my uncle Bugs, um, his name is not Bugs, but we call him Uncle Bugs. Um, he's gay and so understanding that he was out to his mom was really great. And I felt comfortable to come out to my step-grandmother. I call her Glow Glow because um, her name is Gloria, but I call her Glow Glow. So I came out to her and she was really accepting and yeah. But I know that my mom's family, which is, they're also African-American, I can't come out to them. And it's weird because my mom's family is from like Philadelphia. So not being able to come out to them, but being able to come out to my uh, rural Arkansas family is different. And then also dealing with the expectations of being a black woman and that pressure and and then on top of that being pansexual and sometimes questioning gender identity and being a member of the mental health community is just a lot to take in, a lot to deal with. Because uh, as a person of color, I'm already stigmatized as it is, and especially as a woman, to be less than what my potential actually is. And being included into another minority group, I feel like it only stigmatizes me more as someone who isn't as capable of doing something as someone who's privileged. So, yeah. And then have you experienced it through social media? Social media? Not really. Um, not necessarily because in social media I don't necessarily talk about what I identify as because I don't really think it should change how people see me as a person. Um, even though it does, I don't think it should. And if I were to bring it up, I don't think anybody would necessarily care. And if they do, I feel like they would be too afraid to tell me. <laughs> and lastly, do you feel included in the LGBTQ movement as a person of color? Yes and no. I think a lot, like, I typically don't really go to Pride 
because it does seem very white <laughs> and I feel like black pride isn't necessarily represented and it's a very small community of black for black pride, Latino pride, Asian pride and there are people who are like I think they want to be allies and they kind of target you they're like I want to hear this person's story and it becomes becomes very overwhelming and then people think that you represent the whole black female um, LGBTQ population which is not true I got lucky and not many people get lucky like my best friend didn't get lucky um, so now they have issues I do not feel included in the LGBTQIA plus community because of how pansexual people are sometimes pushed out of the community because some believe that pansexuals are transphobic um, and they think that tr uh, pansexual is just bisexual, though bisexual originally meant bi meaning two and usually included cisgender female and cisgender male, but nowadays it includes all. And when pansexual was first made, it was to include cisgender female, male, transgender, non-binary, all of that, because pan means all and bi means two. And I've seen a lot of things online saying, oh, if you're pansexual, like you're transphobic, you like, this is like, you're not part of the community, like you're not accepting of like all of these things. And it, isn't really something I'd like to see. And I still read it because I'd like to know why, because I'd like to understand both sides of the story. And sometimes I do understand, but I just think that if we're gonna be a community and if you're going to have bisexual and pansexual, like you should understand kind of the difference and they can sometimes be similar because now it's all inclusive for bi, and that's something I do understand, but there's people who don't accept pansexual, and sometimes I don't tell anyone that I'm pansexual because I fear the backlash of saying that. I fear hearing, oh, so you're just bi, or oh, what does that even mean? What does that mean, you, you like pans? I've heard that. Like, people have asked me, so you like pans, or they've asked me, so you like dogs? And I'm like, what is that? What does that have to do with any, like, I'll explain the whole situation. I'll be like, um, this is what I am. And they'll be like, so you like dogs? And you like, and you like pants? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not what it means. It's just an all-inclusive, um, sexual orientation. Um, kind of, but not really. Only because, um, a lot of times people who are, like, bisexual or pansexual are looked down upon because they're not, like, fully one thing or the other. Um, but besides that one point, I, I think I am. Uh, what do you identify as, both within the LGBTQ community and as um, your ethnicity? Um, well, I'm Puerto Rican and Guyanese, so I'm Hispanic and Native Indian, South American, I guess you can say. And being two like very vastly different cultures, it's really hard because they both are super Catholic, as it is. And um, I don't necessarily know what I identify as in the sense of the LGBTQ community community because I like girls and I like boys and I like everyone I don't really care what you are but I like you so <laughs> yeah I identify as a pansexual woman that is black um, I identify as pansexual thanks for listening folks I hope you guys enjoyed our interviews and 
learned a bit from people's experiences in the community and we definitely learned a lot here and just hearing from different people's perspectives and experiences really gave us another insight to their life. A couple questions to take with you after what you've listened to today is if you're an ally or if you're part of the LGBT community, how can you limit the amount of heterosexism in our society and how does it affect people around you day to day? And just we hope that you'll be able to spot this more and have a better understanding and listen to our next podcast, which is coming up after the break.